This is Jen Ward with Genuine Healing, produced and broadcast by Zeus Radio Network for Hear Women Talk. Today we're going to talk about a pretty serious subject. Um, There's a lot in the news about suicide. So I'd like to give people more information about what actually does happen once someone decides to take their life and how it affects the family. We know the, the social ways it affects the families, but there's an undercurrent that creates a private hell for the people who are left behind and I'd like to talk about that and maybe offer some assistance in dealing with that. Now throughout the show um, we're asking you to call in and I can maybe help you if you want to call in and and ask for some advice on a certain question. The phone number is 914-338-1186 Now if you don't feel quite comfortable talking to me in person you're welcome to to go to the herewomantalk.com and post a question on the chat line. So either way is fine with me. And if you just want to be a silent contributor, that's fine as well. I appreciate your love and I feel you out there. So when someone takes their life, automatically, as soon as they do that, they regret it unbelievably. It's like making them worst mistake of your life compounded by a million because you can't take it back and once someone does take their life they realize that whatever problem led them to that that situation was so minute compared to the hellish kind of um, consequences they need to go through at that point they realize what a gift it was to just be on this earth and what they just threw away. There has to be a lot of counseling on the other side, a lot of retribution for for their act of just throwing away this gift. Because on earth we have problems and we're meant to have problems. Those are what help us grow. And as tough as they are, all problems, all problems are cyclical and they'll all turn into blessings at one point or another. A cycle could could last what seems like a lifetime, which is like forever. But that's only from the vantage point of this physical world. But on the other side, the vantage point is much broader. So then someone who's had a difficult life, say, most of their life, and they think that's all. Once they get to the other side, they realize they're allowed to see what they were working off, how well they were doing by enduring their lessons and how how they may have messed up by ending it there's a lot of counseling going on after that happens and what happens we all need to go through our problems nobody can do it for you so that that soul will eventually have to incarnate 
with the same degree of problems, probably maybe even more, maybe with a, a disfiguring disability or or something that brings even more difficulties to their life. And by that time, hopefully they'll be grateful for it because they realize what a gift this life is to learn and grow. It sounds trite from the physical vantage point because we hear it all the time. But once you get a, a perspective of above this lifetime, then you realize what you really do realize what a blessing every single experience is no matter how heart-wrenching it is when I have clients come to me and their hearts are ripped open by love I say to them that's wonderful because that opens them up to more love the pain is the purifier if you can endure the pain it, it eventually will help you realize more divine love and that's the purpose of the experiences and the pain is to teach us divine love so about the families that are left behind there's something that happens besides the guilt and the shame of losing a loved one is there's sometimes a psychic connection with the person who crossed over I've had the experience with a few clients who have lived a really depressing life ever since their loved one killed themselves. So what happened on the other side with these clients? I'm not saying this happens for everyone, so please don't say, don't quote me as pigeonholing anything. The clients I've dealt with, the person who killed themselves on the other side was psychically connected to them by their guilt and their love. So they were trying to stay connected to this physical realm by that person. So what they were doing was pulling this person down. The person who kills themselves is very depressed and and devastated on the other side. And they want someone, anyone, to tell them it's okay. But they get a lot of tough love on the other side. It's all about the tough love. And a lot of souls who can't handle it on this lifetime try to get out of the tough love on the other side so they pull on the loved one here that was sympathetic to them and they they pull that someone at least in, in my client's case into a deep dark depression that they can't get out of and what needs to be done is tough love needs to be done on this side I had uh, a woman who had been suffering with with um, marijuana addiction and bad cravings and alcoholism that weren't even her own. It was her dead brother on the other side who was pulling on her and satiating his cravings for this life through her sympathy for him. So we did a session and it was very painful for her. She talked to him and we did a release we disconnected all those ties and it's very difficult for a loved one to do on this side because the guilt is excruciating but she had been fed up so she released him and gave him tough love and and sent him away and it actually is love to do that to someone who has passed on because they need the tough love to it leaves them kind of in a limbo to allow them to be connected to you through your body and through your love and your emotional senses.
It doesn't serve them at all. It keeps them stuck in a way. So what you need to do is connect, disconnect your ties from them. It's a form of tough love, but it's also a form of higher love. It's a detachment from them. You must detach from them. And once she had done this with her brother, her cravings for marijuana had dried up. Her, she even joked about it. She realized it. She goes, oh, Bobby, every time I want a pizza, I, I think of you and I want a pizza. And it was actually true. She was actually feeding his craving for pizza and stuff. She realized it. There was another case of a girl who was teenager, very dark. Her, her brother had killed himself, and she just couldn't pull herself out of this funk. And her life was very dismal, and she came to me for her dog because people don't come to me to help themselves. They come to me to help their dog. But the dogs was used the dog was used in this case and pets are used in a lot of cases to bring someone to get their own needs met. So I did a session on her and I helped her disconnect from her brother. He was very lonely and couldn't find his niche in this lifetime. People don't realize how that loneliness is a longing for God. That loneliness on this side is a realization that there's more to life. So instead of enduring it, they try to end it. They make it worse for themselves, and then they end their lives, and then they have missed a great opportunity for self-growth. So this girl was very devastated. Nothing was going right in her life. She was attracting men that were abusive to her, and she was very depressed. So what we did was we d disconnected this brother from her as painful as it was and we helped him move on and immediately she felt the room lighten up she felt like everything was brighter she could think better it was almost like when someone is depressed and you give them a clarity drug or something and she could see and, and realize how he was he was pulling on her so that's happening to a lot of people out there and if you want to call in I'd be happy to talk to you and give you some more techniques on how to deal with that or anything else you're dealing with after the break we're going to talk about judgment and how that doesn't work for you again the phone number to call in is 914-338-1186 so and Jen, uh, but right before we go to break, I got a question. I want you to ponder and answer right, okay. uh, and you know, answer when we come back. It's from uh, your buddy Jeff Hendrickson. He also says, "Hey," and he's listening. Hi, but Jeff. He is there a way for us to know that they've been healed and they're forgiven on the other side? So, okay. so think about that. We'll answer it when we come back. You're listening to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward right here on Here Women Talk, pr produced and broadcast by the Zeus Radio <laughs> Network. Hi, this is Judy Collins from Judy's House of Oldies, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio on the Zeus Radio Network. 
Police Psychics Find Me with Kelly Snyder and Valerie Graham. This fascinating program explores how vetted psychic sleuths team up with law enforcement to find success, show how this can bring awareness, hope, and closure to families. Also presented are important possibilities which psychic assistance offers for law enforcement, especially at the beginning of an investigation. Host Kelly Snyder is a retired federal agent with 25 years in law enforcement. He's an author and the founder of Find Me, a non profit organization of talented worldwide psychic crime solvers, canine search and rescue volunteers, and others who provide leads in missing persons and homicide cases. Find Me's work creates a raised awareness of how psychic abilities can add a tool to a detective's arsenal. Snyder is teamed with co-host Valerie Graham, an author and former sheriff staffer in correctional psychiatry. Join them Tuesdays, 2 p.m. at hearwomentalk.com, H-E-R-E, womentalk.com. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advanced tickets. The Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Hi, this is Jessica Doravage, host of the Where Is My Guru show. Join us Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Hear Women Talk. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get wild with wildlife. Explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour. This is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Welcome back, folks, to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward. If you'd like to call in with a question, the phone number is 914-338-1186. And we do have a question from Jeff, right, Dustin? Yeah, Jeff uh, on the chat here says, Is there a way for us to know that they've healed and been forgiven on the other side? Um, (laughs) There's a few ways I want to answer that. On the highest level, I want to say it's none of our business because... Because we love, and we love in the personal realm, and we think that that love gives us a right to know another people, another person's spiritual path. Um, but there's a technique I can give you in a second. The other answer I'd like to give you is that everyone's all right. Because there's no death, there's only going forward, that eventually everyone's all right. So... Yes, everyone comes to peace and they all get their lessons because life is perpetual and never ends. The third answer I'd like to give you is a technique to give you within yourself. It's important, I think, not to try to get 
that reassurance from the person themselves because in the examples I gave earlier the the person who had ended their lives were very manipulative in their energy just out of desperation so so that uh, yeah they were manipulative in their lives so when you ask when you ask if they're being as well they may play on your emotions and it may open you up to to more of their experience than you would like you don't want to open yourself up to another person's experiences that are their personal spiritual growth that's how we take on someone's issues and it's fine if we're strong enough to do that which I'm sure you are Jeff but for the most people I wouldn't suggest it because it's very subtle when people trip you up it's very subtle so a way to know how well this person is doing is ask your own universe don't ask them but what I would do is set up a symbol in in your in your own day because everything that happens in our outer world is like a a symbol of the dream world everything out here is what we've created so the more we know that the more we can create symbols consciously and we can call them waking dreams so there's there's a way to ask the universe to let you know when this person is at peace and and set up a symbol for yourself to me a a blowing breeze through an open window is like uh, a symbol of God's love coming through or or make it a symbol that is very unique that that only you would know it and recognize it as an answer to your question um, another symbol I use is like three butterflies in a row just together or right next to each other so something where once you see that symbol out here and are paying attention you'll you'll get that peace within yourself that yes everything's fine that way you're staying contained within your own universe you're not encroaching upon their universe you send them the divine love not the human emotional love because that's counterproductive for both of you so once you send them the, the divine love you can ask the universe in that way for an outer symbol there's also something called the golden tongued wisdom which is like when you ask the universe a question and then you get your answer like from watching television or listening to someone else in a conversation and they give you the answer that you were listening to those are two very very good techniques to use to figure out your own universe not only for this situation but all during your day you can ask the universe to to give you the answers about your questions that you put out there by using golden tongued wisdom or waking dreams so I hope that answers your question for you Jeff love to you and Jen, he, he also types underneath that. Uh, I think a lot of what's on a lot of people's mind is is what can be done to prevent it. I think awareness, awareness can be done to prevent it. That there are consequences. You know, we we make life so all about this physical world. If life was just about this physical world, it would be a form of insanity. So I think the more love 
an awareness we put out there that this is just oh this is just part of the process of learning how to learn divine love a, a thing we can learn from is our judgments when we judge someone we're actually drawing their experience to us in a, a kind of a law of attraction kind of way say someone in a past life was very homophobic they they were terrified of being considered gay or lesbian and so they had such an aversion to that experience maybe in this lifetime they were incarnated with that feeling in their own body just to give them the experience of what it feels like to be in that situation so then it's not so scary and it's not something to be judged it's something to teach them divine love so whenever we have strong judgments and opinions about something sure enough we're going to be drawing those experiences right to us it's a form of the law of attraction the thing about the law of attraction is that negative experiences are are kind of easier to draw to us than the positive experiences that's why it takes so much more love to counterbalance the, the negative experiences or the negative judgments and stuff if we judge something just have an opinion about something you know you don't like black dogs and and see how how the universe will bring you black dogs into your life I, I didn't care for black labs and now I have the cutest little black lab in my life that I'd ever imagine she taught me how to love through my judgment and now I have an appreciation for black labs please don't don't judge me because I didn't like black labs I was just still learning my lesson too so is there a um, call from Ravenhawk yeah Raven you're on the line yes hi hey Jen hi how you doing good how are you do you have a question yes I do um I was curious you about judgment. Mm -hmm. um, when people are judging you and there's negative energy put out towards you, what suggestions do you have about boundaries that you can set up for yourself? I know of putting up some mm -hmm. and yet some still penetrate through mm -hmm. and I don't want to take on their negative energy. Mm -hmm. because I know it's not about me it's about them it's their stuff right and not to take it personal yet at the same time sometimes it'll kind of like sneak in there and exactly yeah yep the, yep it's very subtle and stuff I, I think the best example of how not to do that is in the Bible when Jesus was and I paraphrase the Bible paraphrase the Bible excuse me but Jesus said forgive them father for they know not what they do and what they were doing was psychically attacking him and what you can do is the love the love is the best best protector of everything you can have your crystals you can have your visualizations but still that fear slips in that you're not doing en enough but when you pour love out of the world to the world in such an incredible force nothing nothing can touch you you can burn everything off of yourself with divine love 
and it's almost like the visual I can give you is almost like a, a, a fire hose. You know those powerful fire hoses? It's pouring out water at such uh, a degree that nothing could get in and go up that hose and and travel into the the mouth of that hose because the powerful love is coming out at such a degree that nothing can penetrate it. So if you're outflowing like love, that. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I thought you'd get that one. Um, but the yeah. the the love is incredible. So the more the more you can just love them. Uh, another technique I use is I imagine myself as a circle of energy, and then you you know the the technique of you wrap yourself in a, a a glass container so nothing can get in and nothing can get out. But then your mind plays games like, okay, there's something in here already. <laughs> and so your mind will work against you sometimes. So what I imagine is in the core of my energy, I imagine an explosion of divine love like like a... Um, like an atomic explosion, you know, just splitting the atom and you can cause an atomic explosion. So I split the atom within my energy field of divine love and I have this pure explosion of divine love within my center and it burns everything out of me. Not only out of the circle of me, but out in my, in my world as well. And when you do that, you're using techniques with your mind because your mind works against you in many ways to um, make you think that you're not protected or you're not safe or there's influences. I understand all that. Nothing or can sabotage you. Yes, nothing can sabotage you if you're in control and if you raise your vantage point. As long as you stay on top of the divine... If you stay at a higher vantage point than where the intrusion is coming from, then it can't hurt you. And there's no highest vantage point than divine love, the heart of love. Nothing can touch you because obviously if something is trying to get in, it's not at the vantage point of divine love. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, and I love the imagery, uh, especially the fire hose, because it, it just, I, uh, I'm, I work with images a lot, and you give that yeah. image and it comes right, right to me, and the heart, I just see my heart just flowing out with such yeah. strong force, and yeah, I really like that, and, and within the globe, having having whatever is in the globe shatter from a cellular level. I like yep. that too. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for your question and thank you for your um, participation. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you on Twitter, by the way, too. If anybody wants to join me on Twitter, my Twitter name is at Genuine Healing with a J. J-E-N-U-I-N-E H-E-A-L-I-N-G and Twitter is a great place to outflow the love because you connect with people one-on-one -on -one and you can make a difference. You can touch people heart-to-heart -heart in ways that you would never even imagine if that is your focus. You know, we get so closed in this society like there's no way we listen to the news, we listen to gossip, we, we feel like so shut down. Well, what we're doing is shutting down our fire hose. 
we start to open up the hose when we start to put out the love and don't worry about what people think about us we don't worry how we're perceived we just put it out there because what else can we do at the heart we are divine love I think we're going to a break pretty soon and hopefully people will call in afterwards the phone number is 914-338-1186 alright Jen and yeah it, 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 the great show so far and great questions and we've got another couple questions on the chat that we want to get to from break so we'll go ahead and take a break now and uh, we'll be back with Genuine Healing right here on Hero My Talk Radio produced and broadcast by the Zeus Radio Network Spiritually speaking, is the way to grow. My name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Hello, race fans. This is Jeff Gilder, creator of RacersReunion.com. When you're in Myrtle Beach, check out my favorite, the Caravelle Resort. The Caravelle Resort has a golf department and concierge with golf privileges at virtually every course on the Grand Strand, including the coveted Dunes Club. And ladies, pamper yourself with Caravelle's Studio Spa, featuring services such as Swedish massage, heated stone therapy, reflexology, manicures, pedicures, facials, and more. Awaken your senses with the most requested massage and spa therapies. The Caravelle Resort, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, 800-507-9145. Get the best rate on the Grand Strand when you use promo code RACERS at thecaravelle.com. 800-507-9145. That's galore. Visit our store at 4822 Highway 17 at Barefoot Landing. We have the largest source of hats in the greater Grand Strand area. Tilly, Stetson, Indiana Jones, Wallaroo, Top Hats, Mad Hatter, Derbies, Felts, Fedoras, Cowboy, Golfer, Driver, Life is Good. We carry a large selection of women's fashion hats as well as Red Hat Society hats. We also have an assortment of umbrellas, canes, and walking sticks. Hats Galore, located at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach. We are the best source for hats in the Grand Strand area. Hats Galore at Barefoot.com. Hi, folks. This is private investigator Vicki Childs, host of the Vicki Childs Show on Hear Women Talk Radio. How safe is your cell phone? Is someone listening to all your calls or reading your text messages? How about your computer? Is someone watching all of your keystrokes? Or do you want to know what your child, your employee, or your spouse are doing on a computer or cell phone. If you need computer or cell phone forensics, do what I do. Talk to Steve Abrams at AbramsForensics.com. Steve is a highly respected and skilled forensics expert as well as an attorney. Contact Steve Abrams for a free 15-minute consultation at AbramsForensics.com. That's AbramsForensics.com. Or click on the Abrams Forensics banner ad on Hear Women Talk and use promo code A. Hi, this is Jessica Dorvage, host of the Where Is My Guru show, and you are listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. We can celebrate a brand new day, value every being in spirit's way, dive into life, go with the flow, and every way is the way to Welcome back, folks, to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward. Today we're talking about what happens after someone has taken their life, and we're talking about empowerment, and we're talking about love. 
We have a couple more questions from the chat line. Dustin? Yeah, I have a question from Val, actually. It says, Jen, what is ahead for my love life within the next four months? And what is his sign, please? <laughs> <laughs> Details. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Val. Val, um, even though someone has abilities to do that, I don't think it's very fair to you for me to tell you about that. I mean, I get a sense of you and how fun you are and everything, and I, I get a, a sense of you. But when I tell you what's ahead, it's almost like nailing that into your future like that's written in stone, and that's not fair to you. Because what if I tell you this great guy, this and this and this is what he looks like, and then you're so head headstrong on meeting this guy with this sign, and then this beautiful, beautiful other soul comes into your life, and you ignore it because of something I said. It's just there there's so there's so many possibilities and it's not fair of someone to nail them into someone else's future as as I'm not an expert on your life. I can see there's like three or four different possibilities for you. I see you like like always looking around and doing fun loving things to attract someone. But you <laughs> you're cute and all you have to do is relax in your cuteness and allow someone to see you and I've done the same thing when when you try so hard what you're doing energetically is you're pushing you're pushing and what you're doing is you're not receiving so a wave can only ebb or flow it can't ebb and flow at the same time well I'm sure there's undercurrents but what you're doing is you're pushing your wave out there to meet someone so much that you're not able to receive the wave of people who are already attracted to you and might approach you if if your energy would allow them to. Also, there's this thing that women do is women, both male and women have male and female energy. A thing women do these days, and I I have to help people with this, especially the young girls who aren't taught to be female. I'm not saying this is exactly your case, but they go at it like a warrior. It's part of that pushing. They use their male energy to try to find a mate. So I had this one client who was putting on makeup and making her hair so perfect and beautiful but she was making herself so strong like it was like putting on armor like a warrior. Well, what she did was she armored herself so perfectly, and she had past lives of being a warrior, that she was trying to find a mate using these harsh techniques. So I would give her techniques which were painful for her, for her to do, and I'm not even sure she did them wholeheartedly, was not wear your makeup, not not dress to the hilt. Take off the stilettos and wear sneakers. Just be yourself. Do something fun. Go for a hobby session instead of going out to the nightclubs. And this client that I had actually, after, right after I did this session for her, she lost all her makeup. Every single stitch of it. She just lost it on the subway or something. And she was okay with it because she knew the universe was telling her that I was right and and telling her to relax her energy. So it's, Val, it's not a matter of who you're going to meet. It's a matter of how you're going to receive the people you already know and those in the future. 
you're still learning how to be a good mate because um, I don't want to offend you or stuff but you still have a couple lessons to learn about how to to be there for the other person um, when when we're dating we want we want we want we want we want this we want this we want this but what do we want to give because when we're in relationships we can do a whole show on relationships when we're in relationships it's not the other person who feeds us the love the love always comes from our own core what it is is by serving that other person we feel the love we feel our own love coming out so what we learn from that is how to be unconditional in our love it's not a matter of the holidays the cards the flowers the candy rubbing your feet be, being attentive those are not what makes a relationship and I'm not just talking about you Vale. I'm just talking in general now love is unconditional where it doesn't matter what the person does as long as they're not abusive of course but no matter what they do in their day you can still feel a spark of love for them you don't have to like their behavior but you still feel the love and that love is coming from your own core your own fire hose so when two people are together it's actually their own fire hoses that are feeding themselves and then when we pull on the other person when we say oh do you love me it, it doesn't work it's a sabotage because you can't make someone feel it coming out of their hose it has to be genuine it has to be spontaneous and how they express the way they love is unique to everyone a a man will will clean his tools and pay the bills and and think he's the perfect mate when the female is feeling neglected that she hasn't gotten a, a birthday card or flowers in a while or taken out but it's all about how how they express that love and it's about bringing more love out to the universe nothing about a relationship is selfish even the fact of relationships it's to buoy the other person to be more spiritual on their own spiritual path to more love so it's not about what you get not about what they get as long as there's an awareness and boundaries are respected it's not a matter of what you get and that's why so many people get frustrated with the holidays and the gift given season because it's taken that divine love that holiday spirit and turned it into a conditional love and, and then the conditional love becomes resentment so I know this is a long way around what you asked Val but I hope you can value who you are more you have this creativity about you that you haven't been honoring so if the more you honor that creative part of yourself the more you'll attract someone who is more um, resonates more with your energy and how you love so that's my suggestion for you to pick up those old hobbies and pick up that activity I don't know if it's dancing or whatever you know what it is so do that more and then you'll be attracting more love from your inner your inner beingness and people will see your love right now because your drive to find the mate is shutting your love down in a way and 
and people aren't able to see you. And that happens to a lot of females in particular, and men, I'm sure. But I hope that helps, and thank you for your question. Is there another question? Uh, Jen, there is another question. It's from Beata. Um, I think she is actually in Switzerland, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then she asked a question last Monday, but we were when we were off the air, you kind of answered it um, to me. But is is there a way, any way you can help uh, her or anybody get rid of uh, multiple sclerosis? Well, hi, Beata. Thank you for your question. I can't. I can't ethically, with the FDA and everything, say that I can help you with your most with your multiple sclerosis, I'm not allowed to say that. All I'm able to do is tell you that I've helped other people with their nervous system. I've helped people with Tourette's and such. So what happens with someone who has nervous disorders, there's a genetic propensity to that. And what happens when you have a genetic propensity, all it means is like one of your ancestors in a past life had an emotional issue and they stored it in their DNA. And I'm, I'm oversimplifying that, but that can be rectified. And another thing that happens with the nervous system is people that try very hard to be perfect or, or are concerned about how they're seen and perceived hide their emotional issues so tightly that they they hide it in their nervous system. So with you, I believe there's a, a, a little bit of a genetic um, propensity to that, but I think you also are concerned about how you're perceived, and there's past life issues in there when, when if you weren't perfect, you would be taken out and destroyed. So there's a lot going on with that. So I can't say that I can take away your issues. I mean, your your symptoms. I can take away symptoms. I can take away issues. I, I can't say I can take away the multiple sclerosis because we can address the past life issues and release the emotional trauma from the past lives. We can work on the genetic coding, which scientists have proven can be changed these days. Your, your genetic propensity is not nailed in stone anymore. They have found out. And we can release the emotional issues and the belief systems that are holding that in place. It's, it's difficult when that happens, but with me, I feel it as a, um, I feel your nervous system. And I feel it as like sporadic as opposed to consistent. I, I don't know how to put in words everything that that I I perceive because there's not words for it at, at all times, so it gets difficult. The language gets in the way, but I would be happy to try to release it in a private session at some point, but it's not something I can just give you a technique that, that will really help you. There's one technique I did give someone who had Tourette's is it had to do with crystals and I asked them I taught them how to program a crystal um, I'm not big on a lot of tools because I just believe in just doing what you need to do but a lot of people need the tools but in this case the crystal there's a consciousness with the crystal and there's an energy there so there's a way to program a crystal so what I did was I had this 
this client and his daughter who both had Tourette's pick out a crystal that they liked and I taught them how to program it and what I was attempting to do what I was told to help them do is to use the crystal to to fill in the gaps in their their um, mylon sheath that were edged out from the Tourette's so there, there was a spot on the mylon sheath of their nervous system that were thin and so we used the crystals to fill in that gap my my work with them was cut short because I left my practice for a while but but it it was an effective thing I'd like to do more with that at some point so I think we might be ready for another break yeah yeah well, we're ready let's take a break here this is uh, Genuine Healing uh, on Hear Women Talk Radio produced and broadcast by the Zeus Radio Network and we'll be right back right after this Hi, my name is Jesse Jordan with Further Faster Initiatives, and you're listening to Hear Women Talk Radio. Hi, this is Deb Coletti, and I am your host of Life on Purpose, a radio show where I'll be having conversations with a wide range of fascinating women who are, in my opinion, leading a truly rich life. We will laugh, we will cry, we will sometimes get very serious. It will get edgy. It will definitely be irreverent and uh, no, no subject off limits. Tune in to hear where we go and even join in the conversation. Life on Purpose with your host, Deb Coletti. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. on the Hear Women Talk Network. When you're in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, home of Zeus Broadcast Network and Hear Women Talk, there's a wonderful adventure that you should try. Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. Go to www.carolinasafari.com and check out Carolina Safari. Mention Hear Women Talk and get a discount from Carolina Safari Jeep Tours. See another side of Myrtle Beach. Get Wild with Wildlife, explore history, nature, and mystery on a Carolina Safari Jeep Tour. Tonight, take an adventure on the Myrtle Beach Ghost Walk. Explore the haunted swamps where alligators and the ghosts from long ago still reside. Stroll across floating walkways beneath the Spanish moss as your pirate guide leads you by lantern and shares 13 spooky tales along the way. The Ghost Walk departs nightly at dusk, only at Barefoot Landing in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Call 843-361-2700 or visit MyrtleBeachGhostWalk.com for advance tickets. The Myrtle Beach this is Paul Trulove on Zeus Radio Network for HearWomenTalk.com. Spiritually speaking, it's the way to grow. We can celebrate a brand new day. Value every being in spirit's way. Dive into life, go with the flow. In every way, it's the way to grow. Welcome back, folks, to Genuine Healing with Jen Ward. We're answering a lot of great questions here. I appreciate you calling in and trusting me to answer your questions. So um, if you still have a question that you'd like to talk to me, 914-338-1186 is the, is, the, is the phone number, but you can also ask on the chat line. And it, it appears that more people are comfortable on the chat line for some reason, but that's fine. Um, we have one more question, right, Dustin? Yeah, and this is from Shirley. Um, Shirley asked, are all our lives under the same sign? 
That's a, that's a good question, Shirley. Hello. Um, Shirley, I, I really don't think so because the whole purpose of living here on Earth is to get every single experience under the sun. And how can you do that if you come under the same sign with the same character traits and, and the same this and that? I believe you need to run the gamut. I, I almost... I almost believe like astrology is almost like a a waking dream, if you will, of of the spiritual journey. We pass through these phases of existence. Of first we're we're naive and we abuse power, and then we like want to surge, but then we get misused, and then we gain a little bit more strength, and then awareness, and then we get abused some more, and then empowerment. So I think all the signs of the zodiac and other signs are all in place just as a serendipitous way to to create all the spiritual spiritual experiences that we need to transcend and to know divine love in the waking form. I believe that's every person's goal consciously or unconsciously is to walk in the physical form with divine love and to know divine love and um, there's there's a technique I actually use in my sessions and it's about the astrology and outgrowing your sign because all, all there is in a sense from my vantage point when I do the sessions so I don't mean to diminish by saying all but all there is is a vivaxis which means um there's local vivaxis. Say a person is born in a certain town, they may never leave the outer perimeters of that town because a vivaxis, an energetic pull to be at the place of their birth, is in place. So what I do in sessions is I do a, a tap, an EFT tap, where I'll have them say, "I remove all local vivaxises in all lifetimes." That way. What that does is it it removes that energetic traction beam to one place or even one lifetime. But there's another one that I do on top of that is a universal vivaxis. Because I think the zodiac sign signs are a form of a vivaxis. Now if you're drawn to a certain astrological sign it may be that you've had many lifetimes that felt good in that that sign, so you want to you want to come back to that. So, it, energetically, you may be drawn to a certain sign, but you might also have an aversion to certain signs for the same reason. So, so if you, if you want to work on those five axes, if you want to outgrow those, I know that there's the zodiac signs and astrology is a comfort to people because it's as broad as they can think but as broad as you can think with the astrology it's it's still a tool it's it's and I'm not meaning to diminish it's only one tool it's in the physical and astral world but there's worlds beyond that one so there's other things into play so it's a great tool just like crystals but the divine love is a higher vantage point and I think the more you you are drawn to walking and breathing divine love the more you 
automatically outgrow these these five axes or these things that create the incarnation that you're presently having. And when I say automatically, it's from a higher vantage point, like from the soul who's incarnated, nothing seems automatic. It's tough just to go to the drive-thru and get your McDonald's meal. <laughs> but from a from a higher vantage point, everything is easy. To do, endure anything here on earth is very easy from the vantage point of divine love. And that's the whole purpose. The more you can pull your vantage point into divine love, the more you can tolerate your circumstances, the more you can love the people around you and see the beauty and purpose of being around them and the more that you can learn from your own circumstances and actually learn to love yourself it's so much easier to love a belief or love uh, an idea but then to love yourself exactly who you are and see yourself as divine love that's a huge 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 lesson the more you can do that the more you're walking into divine love and the more you can see divine love reflected into every experience and every situation. Does that make sense, Dustin? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100% does, Jen. This stuff is so interesting. <laughs> well, how are we doing? Any more questions out there? Uh, no more questions. I kind of have a little question for you, though. Yeah, um, sure. I was wondering. You, you talk about you know people's past lives and that sort of thing. Whenever you're talking to somebody about that, how how clear do you see it? I mean, or can you see quite a bit of detail? It, it gets very painful sometimes, yes. Not only can I see it, I feel it, which is more difficult. So... So they're just feeling excruciating pain, um, oblique pain. But I'm going back into the kernel of that lifetime and seeing them being beheaded, seeing them being tortured, seeing them. It gets pretty excruciating seeing them being, being, um, being operated on alive and their heart being taken out of their body. It, it's very difficult to, to to do at some point and and I take a lot of time alone for myself and some people may understand and some people may not but there's a lot of viewing that goes on and um, the the purpose is that they've outgrown all of these situations and and the only the reason I'm shown things is not to lord it over them because a lot of times I won't I won't tell them everything because they can't handle it. The reason people don't remember their past lives is because there's a curtain shut over their past lives and their dreams. And what that curtain does is it, it keeps them sane in this reality. If everyone knew what they had been through, they, they would not be a sane person, I don't think. So what needs to happen is a level of detachment. I don't know how I'm able to to um, to view it. It's almost like from afar, but I can feel it as well. But through my teachings or through my training, whatever, I've learned that detachment where <laughs> where I don't I don't go insane with it. It's just a lot to bear sometimes. Another thing that happens, I think this is really interesting. People with insomnia. Sometimes when we die, 
we don't realize we're dead. And I've had a conscious memory of this in a war lifetime of being in the battle and then the next thing I'm with a pile of bodies and I'm wondering why they're just stepping over me, why they're not helping me, but I can't move and I can't talk. Well, as a dreamer or the one watching, the watcher, I realized that I was actually dead. And I realized that I didn't know, I didn't know I was dead in that lifetime. So, so when people lay down to sleep and they can't sleep, they're afraid that they're gonna basically die in their sleep. And they're afraid because sometimes there has been death in the past lifetime where they didn't realize that they were dead and they just laid with that body. Another thing that happens is there's a, an emotional body that's a lot like the physical body, very similar to the physical body, and it's where we go when we die. And the vibration there is similar to here, so once we cross over, it's as solid as being on Earth. But what happens sometimes when we sleep, we're actually when we try to fall asleep and we can't, we're actually awake in the astral body. And we don't realize it because it's so similar to the physical body that we're laying there and laying there, but we're actually asleep and we don't realize it. So we're very frustrated, but we haven't realized to just go out of the body. Like when we sleep, we leave the body and we collect energy and we learn some lessons and we get balance for ourselves. So the people who have insomnia, a lot of times they are asleep and they don't realize it, or they're having memories of being dead and being stuck with the body. That's happened to a few people, and it's very traumatic. I can't even tell you how long that the the energy stays with the dead body. I haven't been given that, but it's not very comfortable. <laughs> wow, that's 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 this is wild. I mean, it's 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 such great information, you know, because it's somebody like me that just wasn't aware, you know, yeah. I just wasn't aware, and then to meet you, gosh, what a blessing it is to meet you. Oh, oh, it's a blessing to meet you too, Dustin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, the thing about insomnia and stuff is, it's so much easier to work, not easier, but it's better to work through that stuff without the medication because we set up layers and layers of of dependency on medications where to work through the emotional issue of why you're having insomnia is much more beneficial in the long run than just placating yourself with medication. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm a big proponent of trying to figure out something other than medication. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what I like to do with my sessions is help people with their anxiety, with their pain, with whatever not have to rely on the medication as much because the more you can figure it out yourself the more you're empowered and then when you really do need medication you will know it instead of having a doctor have to tell you and take away your power you'll, you'll know the difference right now people are so over medicated that they don't realize when they actually do need medication or when they're just working through their emotional issues exactly yeah Awesome. G great, great show today, Jen. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. So did I. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And let's just a reminder, Jen, what's your Twitter? At Genuine Healing, and it's with a J. And J -E -N. Your, your, I'm sorry, go ahead. And your website is also GenuineHealing.com with a, with a J. Yeah, instead of a G, it's Genuine with a J. Yeah. Yes. 
Very, very good. Awesome show. And again, don't miss it. We'll be right back here next week at 3 o'clock. Right, Jen? Yes. Bye for now, everybody. (laughs) Bye, everybody.